Hello, and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm the teacher, Dan. And I'm the student, Morg. Uh, and I wanted to open up with just a small bit of Sonic news. So, this one's not, not like a big announcement. Well, depending on your perspective, it's a big announcement. Andrew Weber, the uh, the person in charge of uh, the Sonic Twitter account, is no is leaving that position. Uh, presumably, someone else will take it. Maybe someone else on his team. I am somewhat optimistic because uh, I think the Sonic Twitter has had its ups and downs. Hmm. Can't believe the creator of Cats uh, was also running the Sonic Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm funny. No, yeah, I know that was Andrew Lloyd Weber. Um, that's good. I hope there is a better person. Yeah, or a yeah. more consistent person. I don't know. Yeah, like I've always found. The Sonic Twitter, it has, sometimes it has really good stuff, and sometimes it's just got really bad stuff. Like, there's been jokes that, like, making jokes about, like, stuff I don't want to make jokes about, or the ever-infamous attack helicopter joke. Uh, God. And then there's been, like, nicer stuff, like just posting good art and and non-jokes. and the uh the sonic shorts that the sonic mania shorts those were always good uh, with that generally out of the way uh let's uh move on to some stay sonic uh i figure because of how the this book is structured i'll try to like cover the next chapter or two maybe 3 the third one, the third out of the three I could cover today, the third is a bit long because it's basically a big list of all of the bad nicks in Sonic 1 and 2. Hmm. Well, let's see how fast we get through the first two, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't think I'm going to set a timer on this. I think just how it's segmented should be enough to take care of that. So, let us start on Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Before his unfortunate accident, Dr. Ivo Robotnik wasn't an evil scientist with an egg-shaped physique. No, he was Dr. Ovi Kinderbor, a kind, gentle, and slim man of science with a finely honed mind who spent 15 years conducting experiments to improve life on Mobius. What went wrong? Hey, is his name Ovi because, like, ovipositor? Uh, yes and no. I mean, Ovi is, like, Latin for egg. Oh, true. Yeah, I should know that. Biologists and stuff, but, eh, whatever. The early years. Kintabor's CV makes for impressive reading. Little is known about his family, except that they were unremarkable in every sense and that he was adopted. 
The names of his surrogate parents aren't recorded, probably since his achievements rapidly overshadowed them. At 18 months, young Ovi was able to perform complex algebraic calculations and beat mainframe computers at 3D chess. Oh my god, he's playing fifth dimensional chess. <laughs> this is all... Becoming Kent Robotnik was the plan all along. Oh shit. He, he knew he would become evil. By the age of four, he was holding lengthy discussions on subjects ranging from molecular structure to team selection and tactics for the World Speedball Championships. We get it. You're smart. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. He's so smart. He picked up five different languages, including Phoebian, Simoisian, and Ursin, by dialing interplanetary video chat lines and clocking up a hefty bill in the process. So I guess, wait, I, I guess he picked up was it all alien languages? Hmm. He developed a habit of reciting lengthy passages of Zongan poetry, leading to his parents to believe he was mad. Instead, after extensive tests, he was judged to have an IQ of 268. Child psychologists suggested plenty of external stimuli and cutting back on the E1666 in his diet. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's just a little bit funny to see 268 because, like, everything always says that he has an IQ of 300, but this goes for a, a little more comparatively realistic one. Uh, Either way, he's in Mensa. Yeah, his brain is so big. He can sit on it. Apart from a minor incident, which involved the scrambling of a neighboring planet starfighters after he hacked into their defense system, Kintabor enjoyed a trouble-free childhood. One excerpt from his school report suggested that Kintabor has outstanding ability, though it added, must try harder. Age nine, Kintabor patented his first adventure, invention, a molecular egg stain remover the first sign of what was to become a major obsession later in life. He was obsessed with eggs? He's always been obsessed with eggs. That's interesting. So, so, wait, the way they talk about planets, are they, like, small planets, I wonder? Like, maybe that's why they all have different languages, you know? Like, maybe it's, like, a small cluster of planets or something. Yeah, it. It is kind of leaning towards some sort of, like, interplanetary civilization going on here. Yeah, um, for sure. Robotnik went on to obtain every advanced scientific qualification possible from all 11 universities on Mobius. At 16, he enrolled at the University of Syracuse, where he published the... Is that supposed to be Syracuse? Like, the... It's know. spelled differently. Yeah, it's spelled like. I th yeah, I think it. I think it is like I think it's supposed to be like the actual Syracuse, but like spelled funny because it's interplanetary and not from Earth. Yes, he published a report questioning accepted theories of thermodynamic entropy. His tutor was subsequently dismissed, and Kinderborn stated as head of department. 
where with a sizable grant, he began research into advanced cybernetics. He left Syracuse to set up his own research and development business from which he invented over a hundred devices, such as Osmatic Spectacles, now accepted as everyday eyewear all over the universe and electronically adjustable platform shoes. Osmatic Spectacles. I wonder if like, it's like, oh, it allows water to get through them or something. I'm wondering if, like, that's supposed to be his glasses or something. Hmm. Uh, when his business collapsed during the Great Syracusean Slump, Kintabor returned to Mobius declaring philanthropically that he invent- intended to devote the rest of his life to defeat to the defeat of evil. He disappeared from sight, refusing all interviews, and was rumored to be working on a major project. In fact, nothing was heard from him for 15 years. This just proves that philanthropy is questionable. (laughs) It has questionable motives. Yeah. News of a terrible accident at his underground laboratory was confirmed by his transformation into Dr. Ivo Robotnik, an obese and utterly unpleasant, egocentric bent on the destruction of Mobius and Sonic. I kind of wish he had been, like, fat before, too, and he just became more egg-shaped and smelled like an egg. Yeah. Like, he was still just chubby, and then he became odd-shaped. It's It's like, haha, skinny good. Yeah, it's fucking sucks. I I see where Rowling got her ideas. Fucking British people and their fat phobia. Uh, yeah, because she definitely read uh, <laughs> Stay Sonic religiously. Yes, uh, absolutely. Obviously, uh, Harry Potter is Sonic the Hedgehog. Listen, Dudley is absolutely an STC reader, and there's nothing you can say that, that would disprove it. You're totally right. Physical Characteristics Once a trim man given to a healthy organic diet, Robotnik is now disgustingly rotund, with a decidedly egg-shaped physique, a grotesquely evil face, and worst of all, a mustache. That's that's all right. That's an all right bit. Uh, In fact, he's bad and mad, with spindly arms and legs stuck onto an egg-shaped torso. He is bespectacled, bald, and bulging out of his lab coat. Doesn't wear a lab coat, but I, I mean, I guess kind of. There's like some. He art does art. sometimes. I guess if you want to like really reach for it, maybe you could argue that his coat in the adventure games looks kind of like a lab coat. Uh, plus, he has a major league body odor problem, which makes him smell like a rotten egg. That's nothing compared to the noxious odors which emanate from elsewhere. Oh, he's. He's got stinky farts, too. When he poos mm. out his eggs. No! No! I don't want to think about him laying eggs. I, I just remembered something that happens in these comics relatively early on. Does he lay an egg? Uh, do you want me to tell you the truth? He doesn't lay an egg. I'll tell you that. Uh, okay. 
I don't know. Is it something that you want to wait to surprise me with, or do you want to tell me to save me later? I'll surprise you. Okay. Now I'm scared, but okay. This this bit kind it really comes out of left field. Uh, continuing onwards. Uh, it is not a good idea to point this out to him. His happy round face conceals a seriously unbalanced mind and often results in people seriously underestimating him. This is compounded by his oily, egregious manner with... Oh, egregious. Okay. (laughs) Wait, he has a happy face? Not in this picture, he doesn't. Uh, He is gritting his teeth. Hmm, yeah. There is, like, some art where he's definitely smiling, but... Yeah. Yeah, like in Sonic One. Now I'm thinking about it. He's he's like smiling when you get the when you get the ending without getting all the emeralds. His oily, egregious manner, which suggests he is about to do you a big favor when you first meet him. He's about to do you a big fart when you first meet him. In fact, he is about to brainwash you and turn you into a mechanical zombie. His psychotic personality is nevertheless quite comical. Uh, Also, apologies for usage of that word. Um, Is that spelled wrong? uh, Or is it just spelled differently in the UK? I literally don't know. uh, Psychotic? I I thought that was always how it was spelled. No, it's not P-Y-S. It's usually P-S-Y. Oh, huh. I don't know if that's a typo. I just, that slipped my eye. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it's not that important, but... All right. Just don't let... His psychotic personality is nevertheless quite comical. Just don't let him catch you laughing. I mean, he's going to already turn me into a robot anyway. Might as well laugh at him before I fucking... become robot zombie. Yeah. Naturally, Robotnik is more than a little slow on his feet. In fact, he can't even see them. Running is out of the question, but then he has the egomatic. This is bullshit. Everyone knows that Robotnik is really good at running fast in, like, Sonic 2 and 3. <laughs> I was like, I've seen him run. He's not, like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, mental abilities. In line with his physical resemblance to an egg, Robotnik is definitely correct. Unfortunately, he still possesses nearly all his formidable intellect, which he now puts to work for evil purposes. He further augmented his mental capacities by embedding a ceramic neural network into his brain to carry out physics calculations in his sleep. He has um, twisted tattooed to his his face and um, he uses the neural network to uh, change it to say different things. Like, damaged. Sometimes it says twisted, sometimes it says damaged. Sometimes it just says egg. Sometimes it says... Sometimes it just says the word fat phobia. (laughs) Sometimes it just says fat phobia. Robotnik's transformation into a devious genius follows in a grand tradition of inventors gone wrong. Earth had Dr. Frankenstein, who constructed a being called Tony Adams from stolen parts of dead bodies. What? I... 
I don't know why I said it like Young Frankenstein, but wait. Is That's not what I said what to. I said what to Tony Adams. Is Tony Adams a celebrity or is that like the actual thing from the book? I have no, no- I'm pretty sure it's a celebrity because I was like, he's just called Frankenstein's mon- or Frankenstein's monster from the book. Uh, let's see. The first result for Tony Adams. Uh, okay, yeah, he's definitely old enough to have been active when this was written. Uh, a uh, English football manager who played for Arsenal in England, captaining both teams. Okay, so it's a football joke. British football. This is pretty British, huh? Uh, Stolen parts of dead bodies. And and Dr. Jekyll, who utterly transformed his personality with super strength lager. The planet Ursa was home to... Professor Crank, who spent 30 years trying to measure the speed of light with a stopwatch and a tape measure. I want to hear more about him. I want to hear more about Planet Ursa. A small part of me wonders if this will ever come up again in the comics. I don't think so, but I hope so. Yeah. Personality? What personality? Robotnik is nasty and stark raving mad. In fact, the word sociopath May have been invented for him. Oh, boy. Uh, wow. Now we, can, we can throw this on, too, huh? Uh, that sucks, too. Uh, well, he is kind of twisted, huh? Ugh. He's very twisted. He you just... Not... Like... Oh, oh good. Keep going. Please keep going. No, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say he's the entirety of his chapter and stay Sonic tattooed to his head sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just it's it's like a it's great. Um he does not hesitate to destroy or control any creature who stands in the way of his plan to take over Mobius. He has also developed an obsession with becoming the most infamous psychopath in history. Oh, there we go again. Um wait, yeah, yeah, that last one was a typo cuz this time it's spelled properly. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Although he has some way to go before he achieves his aim. For example, supermarket king Rudy Bonkers annihilated the entire population of Beetlejuice by declaring they were a delicacy and shipping them to processing factories to be pickled and exported. I hate that. A mentally disturbed war hero, General Crutch from Nkrumah, wiped out an entire solar system when he detonated a star with a bazooka and several supernova shells. Okay. Uh, bad taste. So Robot- he wants to be a genocidal maniac. Yeah, I guess. Oh, sorry. I, I'm used to saying that word for that phrase, but... Yeah. Anyways. It's okay. Uh, Robotnik has always or- adored, and still adores, eggs. Hard-boiled, scrambled, over-easy poached, or in an omelet. Eggs are good. Yeah, eggs are good. He just wants to offer us an egg in this trying time. Mm, He likes them raw, though. He does especially enjoy them raw, with a dash of Tabasco. He eats with his hands, chewing with his mouth open, so that he frequently loses bits, leaving yellow eggy stains on his white lab coat. Okay, now I'm just... 
Now I'm just thinking he's Frank from Always Sunny. <laughs> he doesn't wash and never cleans his teeth so hideously they are stained. So hideously are they stained. His breath smells of egg. He's just a stinky man. Hmm. A big stinky egg. I did not expect to see like a picture of like eggs. Yeah, yeah. In this book, on this page where it's talking about eggs, there's just a picture of like some eggs, some scrambled eggs and toast with the caption "Yummy, Robotnik's favorite breakfast." Uh, I I like me some good scrambled eggs and toast too. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> To unwind, Robotnik likes to watch endless horror movies in 3D. He cheers and applauds loudly at the goriest bits. He enjoys reading obituaries and horror stories. <laughs> he really just does have damaged <laughs> tattooed to his head. Jesus. Um, Dr. Oh, Robotnik, man. go on fear baiting. Dr. Robotnik, go on fear baiting. Talk about the eggiest movie you can think of. Robotnik dislikes just about everything, particularly the countryside, animals, trees, and fresh air. He hates Sonic. Also, Robotnik realizes that Sonic knows many of his scientific secrets and is on to his plot to control Mobius. This has left Robotnikly permanently with egg on his face. I mean, Sonic is an animal, to be fair. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> I feel like I know way more about Robotnik than I ever thought I would. Like, we just need to know his, like, blood type and stuff like they have for, like, anime sometimes. Yeah. Uh, find out if he's a... Find out his fucking Zodiac sign. Find out his Myers-Briggs. See if he is the INTJ stare. Objectives in life. After the accident, Robotnik came to the sudden realization that under understanding nature wasn't enough. He had to dominate, control, and contort it. And so, his goal in life became to control and or mechanize anything he came across since then. He has cultivated a hatred of the environment, and dedicated his life to conquering Mobius. That's just called being human, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, can't uh, believe uh, Robotnik is the sole contributor to global warming in Mobius. Mm -hmm. This uh, is a bad first sentence. Yeah. Uh, the Egomatic. Because he is so disgustingly obese, Robotnik has trouble seeing his feet, walking any further than the front door, and standing for long periods of time. Come on, that, that's just a physical disability. That's not laziness, Jesus. My man has lots of problems, you don't need to fucking pick on his... disabilities. <laughs> He installed elevators in the lab so he didn't have to climb so many stairs. Uh, understandable. Uh, uh, and widened the door frames and reinforced the toilet. Oh, so funny! I, 
reinforce the toilet just suddenly makes me think of those like fucking weird ass Caillou gets grounded videos where it's like and we were we were destroying the toilet. I don't remember. Um, I don't think I've seen those. You, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, his answer to his lack of mobility is not to go on a crash diet, but to build a spaceship, the Egomatic, for which he molded perfectly to his bulbous body, in which case he can, can zip around the zones and launch attacks on Sonic. The Egomatic is fast, and it, it has to be if he is to ever catch up with the supersonic one, and is armed with a vast array of weapons to be deployed on Sonic when he does catch up with him. Uh, okay, next is like this thing that says, after delicate negotiations with Robotnik, we can bring you an exclusive artist impression of the Egomatic's cockpit. Uh, so it's like some art of like the cockpit of that like thing he rides around in the classic games. And it's got a bunch of switches. Uh, it's Bowser Clown Car. Yeah, basically, it's the Koopa Clown <laughs> Car. It's got things like a clock, which is an egg timer, uh, fuel, which runs on a hydrogen sulfide mix, egg lamp, uh, a whole weapon section including spike bombs, an extendable spike, fireballs, uh, grab, I guess that means like a big claw or something, uh, a wrecking ball, mallet, and spears. Wait a minute, I think a bunch of these are like actual things he uses in the games. So, fair enough, I guess. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. An egg compartment contains variety of eggs. Hard-boiled, clover, quail, moorhen, and an egg freshener, and a bucket seat for a bucket-shaped backside. I... I'm, he has an egg compartment. I, that's so fascinating. That is fascinating. He's like, sometimes I just want some, some eggs to go, man. Hmm. It's, it's, like, it's just giving me visions of like people like... There was some post about... Uh, maybe, maybe it was Tumblr, maybe it was 4chan, but like a post about salami and like pocket salami or something like that. Just the idea of carrying around snacks that really shouldn't be in snack status. Just has a pocket full of burgers. He fell over and spaghetti fell out of his pockets. <laughs> oh, there's a two-way radio. Used to keep in touch with badniks. Fitted with a scrambler device. You get it? Yeah, and it just says like... Capacity, weapons, like, uh, how fast it gets, everything like that. It also has a secret weapon? Uh, yeah, it looks like some of these weapons are, in fact, like, things Dr. Robotnik uses in, like, boss stages in Sonic 1 and 2. That's neat. It also says it's liable to explode when bashed by Sonic more than six times, which is true. Like. Well, it's more like eight hits usually, I think. It's that is like kind of an important mechanic in the classic games, just being able to know that he, that he goes down in a set number of hits. That makes sense though. Kind of like 
a lot of bosses have like three hits and they go to the next phase or whatever. Uh, let's see. We're at 8.40. I think we started at 8.15, so I think I'll keep going. At least a little bit. I don't think I'm going to cover all of these, like, Sonic Badniks, because there's there's a lot of them here. Robotics Deviant Art Mind hmm. has created these and put them on his artist page. <laughs> Robotnik's deviant mind is balked at nothing. Not even merchandising and reprogramming virtually every animal found on Mobius to attack Sonic and Tails. The animals are still trapped inside the robot suits, and Sonic has to smash them gently to let his friends out safely. The slowdown on the bad guys whose sole mission in life is to nick Sonic. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's... That's an actual game thing. Uh, Chopper. This fiendish fish lurks under the bridges in the Green Hail Zone, leaping straight up out of the water to attack anyone who passes. Robotnik has fitted it with razor-sharp teeth, armored fins, and a nasty temper. Yeah, I should note these are all like actual badniks that show up in the games. Gigi. I would say just... I don't want to link every single one of these in the episode description, so just look up Sonic 1 enemies. Or picture a cheap cheap. <laughs> basically a cheap cheap. Uh, Motobug, a motorized insect with a particularly nasty overbite. It hangs out in Green Hill Zone, giving the green fly nightmares. Repellents won't stop the Motobug, but its steady speed... And lack of armor means that it's an easy target for Sonic. One of these dudes in the picture of the Batniks looks like um, Phalanx from oh, Pokemon. Oh, right. that's Caterkiller. Uh, there, and for the record, these are all the actual names of these in the games. Uh, let's see, uh, Crabneat. A selfish shellfish with claws like bolt croppers. It's a slow mover, but every so often it stops to change direction or to fire fall, ball bomb to fire ball bombs into the air. Crab meat often hangs around with a pal and can be found around in the green hill zone and the spring yard zone. Buzz bomber, another of Robotnik's robot insects, and the first one to attack from the skies. Buzz bomber is easily beaten but possesses a fatal sting which fires diagonally downwards for quite a distance. Sing it before it stings Sonic! Buzz Bombers plague the Green Hill Zone, Marble Zone, and Spring Yard Zone. Neutron. Fierce lizard-like creatures. Neutrons come in two breeds. The lesser spotted blue neutron, and the lesser spotted, oh heck, it's that one that's green, neutron. They're both spotted because they hide on walls, perfectly camouflaged, when someone passes, blue neutrons fire a ball bomb and disappear again, waiting for another victim. They can be found, with difficulty, in the Green Hill Zone. What is the green one fire? I... maybe it's... I don't know. I I know this enemy. I've seen it in the games. I don't think it fires anything. I hmm. Like, the thing about these enemies is, like, you accidentally run into them because you can't tell they're there. Right. 
Caterkiller. Based on the idea of a harmless caterpillar, Robotnik created the, this lethal, slow-moving pest, forever inching towards its prey. Only its head can be damaged, as each spine carries a fatal poison. Don't let Sonic attack it while it's turning around, and be careful when it explodes. In fact, don't attack it if Sonic can jump over it. Yeah, it's, it's one of the more annoying enemies in Sonic 1, at least in the early game. Uh, Batbrain. Batbrain hangs around on roofs in the Marble Zone. Any movement wakes it, and it will flap down noisily to investigate. Beating one or two of them is easy for Sonic, but, he, but be wary of larger flocks, especially if there's a caterpillar around as well. Uh, roller. A bizarre-looking creature based on... Originally on a flightless bird, but now mechanized almost beyond recognition. Robotnik's roller is never good news. Sonic jumps over it while they're rolling, and attacks it as it stops and opens up. But he's very careful, as this roller can flatten him. Thankfully, it's only found in the spring yard zone. Uh, let's see, we're at 846. Uh, I'll finish this page of Bad Mix and and save it for next time we roll for Stay Sonic. Spikes. Less of a hermit crab and more of a harm-it crab. Spikes is a weird... (laughs) Spikes is a weird blend of motobug and crab meat and lurks on rooftops in the spring yard zone. Although its pink shell is easily recognized, its spiky rear and fearsome foreclaws make it one of the zone's least desirable pets. Unless you're a mad scientist, of course. It enjoys hanging its foreclaws over the edge of buildings for any unwary animals who might be jumping upwards. It can only be damaged by a hit to the head. Burrowbot. Burrito-bot. I'm really coming in with the fucking zingers right now. Happy underwater and on dry land, Burrowbot lives in burrows in the labyrinth zone, with only its spinning drill nose showing above the ground, until it leaps out and attacks. Its caterpillar treads can climb steps and make it a fearsome opponent. The best way to annoy it is to call it a sissy and knock off its baseball cap. What? Rude. Jeez. What the fuck? Uh, there's a picture of the Burrowbot. And, yeah. uh, yeah, he's just a little man. Yeah. With, like, uh, a drill nose and mm-hmm. some claws, some treads. And, yeah, a little hat. He's got a hat. Yeah. Um, it's cute, actually. Yeah. I like Burrowbot. Uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it there and save more of these badniks for next time. So, why don't we, uh... Read some asks. Uh, I know we got at least one on Twitter. Yeah, let me check Twitter first. Uh, As always, you can send in your questions either on Twitter or via email or in the Ask Zone in our Discord. Let's see. Jasmine Marsh at Pidman asks, When does Elise show up? Is Rouge really lesbian? Elise isn't going to show up until Sonic 06, 
And given our track record of not rolling for modern games at all, probably a while. Is that going to be the first modern game? No, no, though. The first modern game is going to be Sonic Adventure. Oh, duh. Yeah, Adventure, Adventure 2, Battle. Yeah, we're probably gonna... something else. Yeah, we're going to have to go through a lot of modern games before we can even get to Sonic 06. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that, at least. Uh, the human. The human woman. Uh, uh, and, of course, Rouge is a lesbian. Yes. She is a trans lesbian. Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah. Happy Pride. With the, tw- the one Twitter question out of the way, let's uh, check the Ask Zone. Oh, right. Uh... We got a question, but we've been, but uh, you've asked to push this question until next week. Yeah. I have to edit a podcast. I mm-hmm. she made a reference to it. Right. <laughs> Awkward. Um, uh, it's fine. It'll be probably edited maybe by the yeah. time this goes up anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I've been moving everyone. It's been something else. <laughs> well, either way, I think I think I'll save it for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's our only questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so yeah, I should. I'm thinking going forward, I need to give more specific, like, criteria for what we're covering each week uh, when I send out for asks. Just because, like, Flutter Dark here has said that they really don't have a good question. They don't know anything to ask. I mean, it's hard if, like, a lot of people are probably listening to this if it, with, like, maybe not knowing Sonic stuff like me, you know? Yeah, right. Or, like, maybe they only know the games and we haven't rolled the games yet, so... Yeah, and uh, speaking of rolls, uh, let's roll for next week. Three. Uh, American Comics. We're gonna read more Archie. And we're gonna start on Ken Penders. Or at least... I mean, it's technically still the Gallagher run, but... This is the first one he's actually, like, contributing to, and it is going to be, like, the first, like, really important story in in the uh, Archie comics. I feel like we've been getting the comics a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do wonder about the statistics of dice rolls, because we are... Let's see. Like... Dan's got some weighted dice, everyone. No, I'm just kidding. God, I... Uh, so... Where was I? Um, okay. So... I guess we can take it to a close. I'm Dan. You can find me at... At Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. And you can find all the other things I do at... Linktr.ee slash... Mike underscore Dawson with a zero, including uh, my other podcasts I'm on, which are uh, 
Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Uh, the oh, what was it? Uh, the Strangers. Yeah, Strangers and Strangers Fiction, an actual play podcast uh, with a focus on one shots. You can also find my art blog, and you can find my comedy Twitter uh, at Xbox underscore Holiday. Uh, the, this is being recorded on June 18th, so tomorrow is Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, so, Xbox. Yep. Morg, where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G on Twitter. And you can also find me on my other podcast, uh, Wow cool robot uh where we watch gundam and right now uh we are watching the first season so you know double i keep wanting to say 0079 but i mean which is kind of but yeah it's it's uh often called uh gundam uh 0079 or mobile suit gundam it's just the first one the old 80s one it fucking rules actually but it's also very tragic sometimes all the time yeah i started watching that uh so i could listen along it is i have watched the first three episodes and wow it really is about how war is bad Mm-hmm. Mm. but there's cool robots <laughs> there are cool robots and you can find us at at ShuffleSonic on Twitter, and you can email us at SonicShuffleCast on Gmail, and you can, you can, uh, let's see, you can find uh, our Discord from the Twitter, and that's it. I'll uh, see you next time, and as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. Sonic is the only blue life that matters. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone.